Once was a land of woe and strife Where the people were bereft of hope They prayed to their gods of might and light To deliver the heroes of old Instead they got Heroes, did you hear the quotes in my voice of moral ambiguity? They may help or may not help you at all, depends on what's in it for them. They kick and they punch and they maul and they smash, they lie and they scheme and they burn and they slash. Succeed or fail, it has to the tell, dungeons and debacles starts now. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. I am your host and dungeon master, Kevin. Going around the table, Hannah. Hannah, I'll be playing Talia, the human rogue. And Oliver. I am Oliver. I will be playing Edo Belmont, the Healthstorm Paladin. And John. What up? I'm John, playing Alunidas, Elven Monk. And Shane. This is me. I'm playing Alexander, the human bard wizard. And Juliet. Hey, I'm Blake, and I'll be playing Juliet, Dragonborn, Eldritch Knight, slash Wizard. Alright, so last time on Dungeons & Debacles podcast, um, you found that someone had already beat you to stealing the Amulet of Dominion. Um, the person had left a note named Cassock Stonefist. Um, you began to try to find clues to who this person was. Uh, around the Isle of Insight. Uh, Talia went to the Thieves Guild to see if anyone knew uh, who he was there. Um, no one had heard of him. Um, and then Juliet did some research in the library uh, with Wesson Widget Smith um, to try to find out who this person is. And the best that you can figure is he was a dwarf who has um, some lineage to the creator of the Amulet of Dominion. Um, you guys uh, met back at the inn and were discussing uh, what you found out about uh, this Cassock Stone Fist and we're trying to formulate some plans um, when you heard a knock on a door. Juliet's going to answer it then. I don't. I think we're actually in the other room, but uh, yeah, Juliet's going to open the door. Hello, can I help you? Uh, yes, do you need more towels? No, I think we're good. Okay, well, you'll just let me know if you need more towels. Okay, thank you. You sure you don't need more towels? I could use some. Okay, here you go. Here's a towel. <laughs> and the uh, the maid hands you uh, a towel. I will take the towel. <laughs> thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. Dolly, that was genius. That conversation between you two went flawlessly. What, what What's in the towel for you? Uh, I'll open up the towel and see if there's anything in it. Um, there's there's <laughs> nothing in it. It's More a towel. towel. Well, uh, I guess I, I can take a bath later. Um, oh, I thought it was a secret message from, you know, your friends. It's just a towel. <laughs> I think we're all getting a little too worked up. Let's go ahead with our plan to get off the island as quickly as possible, but also as quietly as possible. <sighs> alright, alright. Although I do think that uh, getting stuff from the library is probably not a great idea. Uh, 
look at the library. I mean, definitely gonna need my buddy Alexander here to help me out. Um, thought we agreed not to steal anything since they figured out someone stole the, the necklace. Ah, but we don't have to steal anything. We just need to it's copy it hot. down. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Although it may be beyond the two of us, but we have the other spell book, so I guess that's enough. Easy enough. So, Alexander, would you like to join me, or...? Sure, whatever you need. Perfect. Well, I mean, that would be a good way to get kicked out. I mean, we talked about the, the risk-reward of this. And you know, at the end of the day, I mean, they can't really pin this on you because you don't have it. That is true. The question is how much I trust the person who made the fate. Light him on fire. Are you thinking that, uh, like this guy ratted you out or they may like be trying to find a, a forger in the city? Thinking they might be trying to find a forger in the city, but you know, the sooner we're out of this area, the, the better I, I think. Well, I mean, that's not a bad thing to think about it because there's a forgery there. So that's probably the first place they're going to start. Wait a second. So we've been thinking of ways to get kicked out, but can't we just like resign from the school? You absolutely can. Yeah, we're not we're not but required it, to be here. We can just leave. But it might look odd that you're resigning Listen. soon after they find out that this amulet's uh, gone. That's true. I mean, like, we don't have it, so what are you going to do? But just because you don't have it doesn't mean that they won't torture you <laughs> until sure. they know for sure. <laughs> so there is that. There is that. Yeah, the, the point of, of getting kicked out is that uh, it leaves no question as to, uh, or there's no uh, less suspicion that you're leaving for a another reason. Exactly. I thought that's why you guys started a, a, a prank war. That is the reason. Always a useful thing, getting kicked out rather than quitting. Make it look like it's their idea. Exactly. Either way, I think we need to act on this fast. Uh, sitting around and and being scared that they're all, that they're going to knock on your door is no way to live. And let's see the rest of you. What kind of plans do you have? Well, we don't need to get kicked out, but we can help you get kicked out. That might be a good idea, but how would you manage to kick us out? That would be the question, and without getting us caught. Well, we had the idea for releasing all the animals as part of a prank. We do that and get caught while you're stealing that book. They won't notice the book is gone because all the animals have been released. That was the original plan for the heist if we hadn't you know, gotten lucky there. That's true, but Talia did bring up a good point we had discussed uh, namely that if we steal more stuff they're going to be suspicious of us. So if they find that spell book on us, we are toast. That's a great way to put it. Them and what toaster? What's a toaster? Magic toaster. <laughs> I'm with them on, I'm, I'm with Shane on this one. Okay, so that seems to be two votes for stealing the spell book and two votes against stealing the spell book. We have, we have a tiebreaker here. Lunados, what's your theory? Um, I'm okay either way. I think um, if we just make it look like a prank and get caught in the middle of it, 
they might not notice the book is gone. Uh, just sort of take it from one part of the library, uh, stash it somewhere just outside the tower, then get caught with the animals. That might work. So if we find a place to stash it, we should be okay. So long as you can get to it after you get kicked out. If you get kicked out. Okay, and so this kicking out thing. We we had an original plan, and I forgot it. The prank wars you guys have been pulling? Right, right. I think it was um, two people go down, me and Talia go down and release the animals while you and Alexander went up to... Uh, steal the amulet. Now we just changed to stealing a spellbook. Okay, that could work. But what if you two get caught? I mean, you're not even supposed to be in the tower. Who knows what kind of punishment they're going to put on you if you get caught. We put it all on you. We're servants. (laughs) Well, I can't deny that makes a lot of sense. Hmm. You have your reservations, Talia? Oh, very much. I, I have a lot of reservations because... We need, we need you guys to get kicked out without, you know, possibly getting thrown in jail for whatever you're doing. Maybe That's... we mix it up. Uh, you and Alexander are the ones releasing the animals, while Juliet and I go up to steal the book. But how do we get in the tower? We have no sig- we don't have extra sigils. That was an, a problem earlier. Right, right. Hmm. Wait, I think... Did we go around that problem yeah you noticed that um if one person had a sigil you would be able to open the door and get in okay i thought there was something about that so uh, we don't even need another set of sigils we have myself and alexander of course i'll go along this with this plan but if i end up in the pokey oh you're a kid you'll you still have plenty of years left after they let you out We'll make sure we don't get caught and thrown in the slammer. Well, we are going to get caught, hopefully. Oh, uh, right. Uh, sorry, daydreaming over here. So is that the plan? Yes, we're, we're going to do this tomorrow? Why not? Yeah. Okay, perfect. All right, so oh, I Adel. guess... Uh, what is you Adel's guys... role going to be? So Adel's what is Adel's role so is that the plan? Are you uh, guys uh, turning in for the night? We have to figure out how to get Adel in on this. I think he has I a lot actually, to contribute, but... What if Adel, uh... I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't really have a role here. I'm kind of just like... I'm kind of just a safety net. Because <laughs> it would be helpful to have someone not involved at all, so in case we do get thrown in the pokey, someone can get us out. Yeah, like bail you out? I could be down for that more like hack the mouth than probably bail I got money <laughs> actually uh, Alunidas and uh, Talia are probably the richest people in the party at this point <laughs> yeah all the money well they could just give me their money and it'd be okay <laughs> no I, I, I worked hard for this money and I didn't so give so it you here. better treat her right Getting the reference. So hard for the money. Okay, so Adel, if we're not back by, say, sunset, we're gonna need help. 
So you're going to need help, is what you're telling me. Uh, we're going to need help. Yeah, you're going to need... You, I'm pretty sure this is going to go to shit. That's our well, track record. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. I mean, look, looking at our past record, it, it's gone to shit a lot. But if we pull it off, it'll be the greatest heist since the last heist that Talia and uh, Luna Doss did. Although, you never disclosed to me how much you got, but I'm sure that's for another time. We got paid is what we got. Shh. Okay. Right, but it sounds I, like we have a plan. Yep. I think we're ready to move to the next day. Turn in for the night. All right. So, um, you guys head to bed. Um, Shane, can you drop down into the secret channel? Yep. Yep. All right. Give me that wisdom save. You know it. Five. All right. So with a five, um, you have a dream much like you had the night before. It's basically the same, but you're seeing some more details in the dream, mainly about uh, the woman and about the baby. Uh, the woman uh, appears to be pale and have long, um, like raven hair, and uh, she's extremely beautiful. And um, you think you love this woman, um, but you really don't know much anything about her. Um, and then the details that you're getting from uh, the baby now is the baby is extremely young. And uh, you'd think it was prob uh, probably a halfling baby girl. And the much uh, as the, the last time you wake up in a cold sweat and you're panting on the side of the bed and give me a charisma safe. All right, so uh, with the 14, um, you're still hearing um, this whisper of a voice that's uh, very guttural and feral in the back of your head. Um, it's like, <laughs> um, but uh, after a, a few minutes, uh, it goes away. And uh, this time, um, you're beginning to think that it's not like a hangover from the dream. Okay. All right. Jump back up into the other channel. All right, y'all. We're back. So the next morning comes and much the same routine as before. Um, you get your wake up call and your breakfast and uh, you're ready to start your day. So what are you doing now? We should probably attend class for uh, this day as well. Yeah. All right. So uh, you guys uh, get to the tower and today you're going to notice something different. Uh, there appears to be two guards at the door of the entrance of the tower. Abort! Abort! Well, I have to go to class. Uh, I guess we're going to try and walk past them. Although Juliet's going to stare very strangely at them. Alright, you walk past them and they just, they just give you a nod and the door is open and you go through. Huh, who knows they hired new security. <laughs> Uh, so I'm just like uh, waiting outside, right? All right. So uh, you could either be hanging outside the tower or back in the end, but you know that uh, you can't go to class with them or like hang out inside gonna, the tower. I'm gonna be. So. Oh, I can't hang outside. Yeah, you can hang outside. You just can't hang out inside or go to class with them. Uh, that's fine. I'll just hang outside then. Okay. 
Are you just hanging outside the, uh, just hanging out inside uh, in front of the tower? Yeah, I'll be smoking a pipe or something. Okay. So, uh, how long are you going to be there? Till they come out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a long time to smoke. So after about two hours, uh, one of the guards comes up to you that was guarding the tower and says, uh, is there something we can help you with, sir? I notice you've been just hanging outside the tower for quite a while. Nah, I'm a guard. I, one of the students is a is my is, is the one who hired me. I have to be as close to him as I can, but I'm not allowed inside. I'm afraid. Oh wow, that sucks. Doesn't yeah, it does. Is there any wine? Uh, no, we're not allowed to drink on duty. You're allowed mm. to drink on duty. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was getting ready to say that you had a shit job hanging outside waiting for one of these younglings, but. If you're allowed to drink, that's not too bad. How's it pay? It pays all right. Could be better. Huh. Well, I guess be about it. Same to you, sir. And then he's going to turn around and uh, walk back to the tower and take his post. So uh, your day is going to go by uh, inside the uh, the tower, um, Shane and Juliet. Um, John and uh, Talia, what are you doing at this point? Are you just hanging out? Just... I, maybe we should wander the town and see what the word is on various magical heists. I, I was thinking that we could just go get some ice cream. Ice cream sounds great. Let's go get ice cream. Okay, you guys go get ice cream. So, uh, <laughs> it's, uh... I'm starting to think Talia might have a problem, but, you know. It's only a problem if I acknowledge it. <laughs> She's not wrong. And if you get too fat to fit through the windows... Exactly. So we'll say uh, it gets to the uh, end of uh, your school day, Juliet and Alexander. And um, so you're out of class. So what are you doing now? I'll meet up with uh, fucking Oliver outside of the tower. There he is. What took you so long? I mean, I had class, so. Yeah, they can't just write it down for you. I mean, it's, a, it's like a time period of instruction. It's not just like, here's the thing, go away. Wow. Schools have changed since I've been around. You went to school? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> you had a private tutor, didn't you? I mean, I'm not uh, no. that's asking this. My tutor was a deformed old lady who kept hitting me with her shoe. God, I miss her. <laughs> How is she deformed? I'm really curious about this. Acid burns. She used to work at the chemical mines. <laughs> gotcha. It's not pretty. Also, smallpox scars. She was your first lover. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. She's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> you always have that soft spot in your heart for your first time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Not a tooth in that head either. <laughs> Jeez. I'll refrain from comment. All right. Uh, so where where are we going now, Shane? Um, probably just go find Juliet real quick. Okay. I guess we go find him. Do we know where he is? She. Or she? Sorry. He he. It they gets very confusing. No, Juliet is definitely going to go out of the building and try and meet up with Talia and. Of course, our star Alunadas, master of stealth and 
Actually, no, he's not my manservant. He's uh, Alexander's. I, I have an idea for a new plan. Ooh. Fire away. Yeah. What? Don't for forget word. Oh, sorry. Uh, so, or, if we can all meet up. Okay. Somewhere. How do we, how can we meet up? Oh, right. Juliet's going to try and uh, find you, of course, Talia, because you're integral to the plan. And Alexander, of course. Uh, Elunadas. Sorry. Um, before we try to get into the tower, I have an idea that could be easier than trying to sneak two people into the tower pass guards. Alright, shoot. I'm listening. Throw rowdiest party that you can possibly throw right outside the tower. Like, start it in the hotel and let it spread. We're gonna read a in lot the, of stuff. <laughs> in the ensuing chaos... Maybe you can get the spell book. I'll make the dip. <laughs> a lot of dip, dude. I'll acquire the crackers. Uh, I'm not sure where we're going to get a well-guarded, pretty orderly island to somehow turn into a riot. I just well, don't see it happening. But we could drug them. Didn't say riot. She just said big rowdy party. Yeah. Yeah. We could drug them. Provide a lot of ale. Are we just drug the water supply and you have to have like that uh the concert at the end of uh, revenge of the nerds <laughs> yes i've been i've been wondering what the name of that movie was for the last like two weeks and i couldn't recall it <laughs> hell yeah dreams really do come true so who's playing the computer keyboard and who's playing the electric violin call the violin dibs on the keyboard i'm gonna stick with the cowbell i'll make the dip <laughs> Did you already offer to make the dip? Yes. <laughs> but Alunidas can cook. That's about it. <laughs> All right. But so you, we're going to already... we'll say that Alunidas makes uh, 150 pounds of dip. <laughs> 200 kilos of dip. And it's clam dip. And it's warm. Oh. oh. Disgusting. Hell yeah. All right. So what's the plan? Uh, meet up first, I guess. I thought we'd more or less... Resolve yeah, that. we're back at the end. <laughs> okay, I hadn't hadn't caught that. I got too caught up in the dip. Okay, so why are we starting a riot? How are we going to do it? it? It seems a little suspicious, a little ambitious, admittedly. Well, we've already gotten a lot of the students to come drink with you. I think five students is a bit of an exaggeration of lots. Uh, there was actually over uh, a dozen. Oh, wow. That was there. And uh, right now, I mean, Alexander is the party guy, so that could be a That's way to true. get kicked out, too. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing a rager in front of the tower. So, Lunadas, can you actually carry 150 pounds? Um, probably I might be able to. <laughs> I'm just joking around, but... Uh... It's all in Tupperware on a cart. Yeah! <laughs> Perfect. I mean, if you want to start a rowdy party outside and get everyone kicked out, sure. You need the dip. Let's go ahead, make a party. And if necessary, we can see if we can't get the party to spill into the tower itself. That would almost certainly get us kicked out. You know, we prop the door open, throw a kegger in the lobby. Is, um, 
is there some kind of spell or something? Like, I don't know this magic stuff real well, but... Well, I mean, Alexander could play music. So you got the music taken care of. You can get the alcohol around town. I thought kids weren't allowed to drink alcohol. Or at least the wizards aren't. No, they're not. Yeah, exactly. Well, there are some older students, though. Yeah, it wouldn't be that hard to get alcohol and give it to them. Like, it's not as if anybody goes around, like, patrolling, hey, how old are you? Well, I mean, if that is the goal, then great. I, uh, I just don't want to take too long. I don't want to leave a friend inside there waiting. I just think it might be easier than trying to sneak us past two yards. Like, I, I saw them this morning. Well, I mean, if you... If everyone is willing to do something and get this show on the road, then by all means, now is the time to speak or forever hold your peace. Speak. <laughs> all right. So it sounds like you guys are throwing a rager. All right. So everybody who offered to do something, pick up alcohol. Please respond. Yeah. I make the dip. <laughs> and buy alcohol and so on. All right. Who's making the flyers? That's Alexander's job. I guess I'm making flyers. Yeah, make those flyers. All right, so we're going to do a montage here. And uh, it's uh, you guys uh, running around the town, uh, picking up uh, supplies to make flyers, making flyers. Uh, others of you go around the town to different inns and taverns, buying uh, casks of uh, mead and ale. We'll say that uh, you hire uh, a band. And you are extremely fortunate because In Town is one of the most famous bands in entire Suell, Crossbows and Daisies. These guys are famous and they're hard to get and you are going to pay a pretty penny to get them, but it's going to be worth it because everybody's going to be there to see them. You start putting up the flyers all throughout the students' quarters and around town. And uh, I guess this is going down the next night? Yeah. All right. So we'll say that uh, you guys get all the stuff together uh, this night, and uh, you crash for the night, get up the, the next morning, uh, and go to class. And while uh, you guys are in class, uh, Alunidas and Talia and Anil could be uh, setting up this uh, party. The uh, Thieves Guild know that there's going to be a major party. Oh, yeah. And they're encouraged to work the crowd. Absolutely. Kesh is uh, very appreciative of you creating this opportunity for them to work this crowd. Because they're probably expecting a lot of people to be there. And Kesh is going to make you a member of the uh, Isle of Insight Thieves Guild. Woohoo! You've earned it, girl. Well, thank you, mistress. So we'll say the uh, the next night comes and the flyer says uh, party begins at dusk and then the uh, band starts up and people start filling the square. There's probably starts out, you know, about 50 or 60 people and about an hour later there's about 200 and then about an hour after that there's about 500 people in the square partying. Uh, looks like a lot of people have brought their own alcohol so you don't think that you're going to be in, in a situation where you run out anytime soon. Uh, everybody's having a great time. Talia's seen some people from the Thieves Guild uh, work in the crowd, and they notice her every now and then. They give each other a wink. Uh, I will uh, let everybody, uh, Alunidas, Juliet, um, April, and I just Alexander. forgot his name. 
Alexander, thank you. I apologize. I am terrible. Um, I let uh, them all know that uh, not to bring any money to the party or anything valuable. All right, so it's uh, raging. And uh, everybody give me a perception check. Can do. Nine. Nineteen. Okay, so uh, Shane and um, or, uh, Alexander and Adel are going to notice um, on the outskirts of this crowd as it gets bigger, and there's probably maybe 600 people here at this time, all partying. You're going to notice uh, some guards like start showing up, but they're like hanging out on the outside of the crowd, just you know watching things going on. It doesn't look like they're making a move to uh, break anything up at the moment because. Uh, Everybody seems to be having a good time and there hasn't been like a, a riot or a fight breakout. And uh, you also notice that um, the uh, two guards that are at the tower kind of aren't like beside the door at this point. Looks like they've uh, like come closer to the crowd to watch what's going on. Maybe we could try to get the crowd a little bit more rowdy. Maybe start casting big illusions. Get everyone super emotional. Start a fight. Be careful of casting spells, though. <laughs> What's that? Start a fight. Yeah, pretty much. Maybe we could uh, get the thieves to help us with it. Or just let Juliet and Alexander pick a fight. Alright, well, since that seems to be the plan and Juliet is available, time to crack her knuckles and uh, find someone who is reasonably drunk. Give Someone who a, hopefully is... Oh, what's that? Uh, give me a perception check. Sure. Roll to find a patsy. Um, so it's it's not hard to find someone drunk in this crowd. Um, you see three or four good candidates that are kind of like stumbling around a little bit and like knocking into people. And there's this one particular guy that you see who appears to be a human and it, um, about middle-aged that is really drunk and he's knocked into a couple of few people and uh, you've noticed them give him dirty looks perfect Jill's gonna go up to him and pretend to bump him or he bumps her or whatever that may be and give him a good shove and say hey what the hell's your problem and uh, he says hey 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 self the dragon board watch watch I'm dancing here watch where you're going there's only one answer, and I'm going to cast Fist on his face. <laughs> Roll for Fist. What's the DC on that? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Improvised weapon. So, uh, at 19, you uh, you just cold cock this guy like right in the face. He doesn't see it coming at all, and he staggers out uh, back about three feet and slams into the back of uh, three uh, rough-looking... Uh, Teens um, that are humans in their mid twenties. It'll start saying, "Place your bets here. Place your bets here. Who, who do you think's gonna win?" These uh, three teens turn around, and one of these teens pushes this uh, older man down to the ground. The man gets up and charges the teen and takes him to the ground. And then there's a fight that spills out, probably around uh, six people in this crowd and. A bunch of people turn around and look at what's going on, and uh, a commotion has commenced. Would this be a perfect opportunity to sneak into the tower, run upstairs, grab a spell book, run back downstairs? You read my mind. 
Everybody give me a perception check. <laughs> nice. So, uh, Talia. What? Talia. What? Talia and uh, Alexander, you are closest to the tower and you take a look over and you can see the two guards that were guarding the tower door are kind of like peering into the crowd because they can see a commotion. Um, but right now they're not moving uh, to do anything about it. I go ahead and uh, go to the guard. I like run over like kind of frantically to the guard. Okay. Hey, there's a fight over there. Someone needs help. Uh, where? Over there where the, there appears to be a commotion? Yes, sir. Someone's getting uh, into a fight. He nods at you and the one guard looks at the other and nods and they uh, make their way into the crowd, pushing people out of the way to try to get to the center of the fight to break it up. Uh, I would assume that uh, fucking Talia is behind me, like trailing along out of sight. Yeah. Um, I am going to do like a wolf whistle to try to alert the thieves still that they should skedaddle since it's probably going to get broken up soon. Okay, give me a performance check. Um, so you do the, with the 17, you do that whistle and you look around and some of the uh, guild members that you've seen around before, you see them like uh, making their way uh, away from the crowd. At this point, John, who yep. has the ascending uh, stones? Uh, we have not divided them up at all. Fantastic. Excellent planet. Good job, team. Hey, you're the one in charge. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm in charge? You made a very big deal about that. Yeah, you did. Uh, Adol was the one who said he would refuse my orders regardless, so... No, I was like, I was thinking we could do some variety of democracy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, anyway, this is all out of character. (laughs) We could easily, you know, split them up hand them around as necessary sharing is evil all right uh, so anybody want a sending stone all right i will take a sending stone since cooperation with the leader is necessary <laughs> so at this point juliet and alunidas have the sending stones uh yep yep i guess talia and alexander are you making a move toward the tower yeah we're going inside since the guards have left Okay, uh, everybody else give me a, uh, besides Talia and Alexander, give me a perception check. And who's with who at this point? Are you just working the crowd, or where is everyone? Alunidas is managing the dip station. <laughs> the dip station. Juliet is going to try and make her way away from the uh, fight. Twelve. Nine. All right, we're, we're going to say that um, at this point, everybody sees... Talia and Alexander make their way to the doors of the tower. So, are you guys um, making your way there? Absolutely. Uh, Alunidas will stay outside. That way, one person inside, one person outside will have sending stones. I can communicate with the inside and outside. Okay, so Alunidas is staying outside. Is everybody else going inside? Yes. Alright, so you are inside the tower. Excellent. And currently, uh, you look, currently, you look around, and there's no one inside the uh, lobby. You think anybody who was in here or anywhere in the nearby blocks are probably at the party right now. Perfect. Okay, would me and Talia realize that the other people are uh, catching up to us, or are we just like kind of oblivious to it? Should we roll a perception? Um, you're probably in the lobby right now because neither one of you have the passwords to get up, up and down the tower, I would think. That makes sense. 
So uh, let's say everybody meets up inside the uh, lobby of the tower. Okay, so I have the note with all the passwords on it. Everybody know what they're doing. Mildly. I'm gonna sit here and wait for shit to hit the fan. I actually don't think it's necessary to release the animals unless there's a beastie I can steal. Wouldn't you get traced back because of that, though? Yeah. Where'd you get that <laughs> griffin, girl? <laughs> I was thinking a small beastie, like a little sure lighter or something. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> the uh, internet. <laughs> followed me home. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Did you find that dire rabbit? Oh, uh, dark math class. They're good at multiplication. So, uh, time's wasting here. Perfect. So, you two are gonna head down. If you guys want another place to go, you certainly can. We have a number of places, but we do have to do this quickly. I mean, don't you just want to steal a magic book? Generally, yes. But I also have to talk with a friend of mine and get him up here, too. Okay. Are you talking about Wesson? We are talking about Wesson, because he is the perfect guy to frame. Plus, his robes are the same size that Talia might need in case we have to exit the place and the guards are like, hey, you don't have any clothes? What the hell are you doing in there? Well, that's uh, kind of putting the uh, cart before the horse because you're kind of in the middle of this heist and you don't know where he is. Oh, I thought he'd be in the library, but oh well. I mean, you can check and see if he's there. I would certainly like to, but I want to make sure everybody is doing something beforehand. Unless you guys just want to wait in the elevator. Uh, might be kind of awkward. Uh, up to you. Seems kind of last minute to be framing someone. Well, okay then. We're just going to head up to the top floor. Not top floor. Wow, that would be bad. Uh, the ninth floor to get the spell books. Or at least one. All right. So uh, you get in the elevator and uh, you say the, the name of the floor and the password to get you to the magical library. And uh, the, door, yes. the uh, door opens up. Inside you see stacks and stacks and stacks of books. And it doesn't appear that there's anyone in here right now. Oh, okay. Well, Juliet's going to walk right in and take a look around, see the what the most advanced stuff she can find. You know, not like divination calculus where you find the, the area under a curve. Arithmetic. So uh, what are you looking for specifically? Specifically looking for larger tomes that contain complicated spells that I do not understand. <laughs> Just look around. I, I don't understand this. This must be it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me uh, uh, give me an investigation check. 13. Um, you are, uh, with a 13, you are finding um, some magical tomes that um, you you're looking through it and you don't quite understand it, but you understand the, the theory of it, even though you don't know exactly what it is. Um, your best guess is it might be spells, but you're not sure. Do you want to check the uh, card catalog? <laughs> uh, oh, they have a card catalog here. That's right. That would be perfect. And I've got the researcher background, which lets me at least kind of figure out where that, what that situation would be all about. All right. Uh, so give me an investigation check with advantage. I have a bad feeling about this. A 12. So give me one more. A 3. <laughs> You're not having a lot of luck, but you think you found the section that would have, like, uh, spell books of uh, higher levels. Perfect. So you, uh, you can go to a section that is on um, 
kind of like a, a raised platform, not exactly a second floor, uh, but it's within the, uh, the same library um, that appears to be newer magical tomes. Ah, perfect. These must be it. But Juliet is going to check real quick to see if there are any runes or protective magics that are visible with the naked eye. Uh, give me a perception check. An 18. Uh, no, it doesn't appear that there's anything like that. Perfect. Juliet's going to snatch a bunch of textbooks or tomes. Uh, I guess they're probably going to be chosen randomly because uh, the card system, Juliet thinks it doesn't work. Okay, so hold on just one second. Anarchist librarian. <laughs> All right, so you say you're going to uh, grab seven books? Uh, yeah, that sounds like a good number. Okay, so um, what I want you to do is give me uh, seven d20 rolls. d20, got it. That should work. There we go. Yeah, so there are the seven uh, d20 rolls. All right. Um, so we'll talk about that later. Big yep. books, no win. Big books, no win. <laughs> and then Juliet's going to make her way as quickly as possible down to the ground floor. All right, so we're going to say that uh, everybody was still waiting in the elevator for you? I hope so, yep. Okay, so you make it back onto the elevator with uh, everybody else. I, I didn't go in the elevator. Oh, yeah, you're still in the lobby. Yeah, I ain't going on no damn elevator. Those are the devil. And Alunidas Should is down at the party protecting the food from the fight. Should we see if Alunidas uh, sees the guards back at the door? Alunidas, you are still watching um, the clam dip at this point. At this point... Since you know what's going on, um, you're kind of keeping your eye on the crowd where the guards are, and it looks like the fight has grown a little bit since the guards have become involved. So you kind of see that it's the brawl is kind of spreading. No one appears to be coming back to the door to guard it at this point. And I spread that word to the crowd, to the group. You've seen the sending stones. So uh, what, what's your sending stone handle? Ooh. Huggy bear? Punchy bear. Because he punches people. I like it. And then he, you know, tells them and signs off with over and out, 10-4. What the hell does 10-4 mean? Something back land dip. <laughs> All right, you guys making your way back down to the lobby, or are you going to do anything else? I'm good. Also good. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. That's good. All right, so what you doing? We're heading back down to the lobby. Giving themselves a snack. So I think that we should probably head back to the hotel to stash the uh, the books or find some other place to stash the books. Someplace safe, quiet, not ours. Okay. So once we get out of the elevator, we head to the lobby down there, and then from there, we're going to go out the door, and then from there, we're heading to the hotel. Is that the correct plan? Seems good to me. Okay, perfect. So uh, as you guys uh, exit the tower, uh, everybody give me a... Uh, are you just like walking out like you own the fucking place or are you going to try to like stealth out to try not to be seen or what are you doing? Just walk like we're just walking out of the library like a regular person. I don't think there's much reason to be very uh, secretive of just walking. All right. So you guys are out of the tower. Are you taking the leftover clam dip with you? Nah, that goes nah, I, quick. It, you have to make sure that everyone at the party is taken care of can't let them feel unsatisfied with the clam dip. 
Okay, so uh, as you uh, guys are leaving, you're seeing that the fight out in the crowd uh, appears to be uh, getting resolved, and you see uh, three guards like carrying a couple of those uh, teens and the uh, drunk middle-aged man out of the crowd. Um, but the party seems like it's still going. You make it back to the inn, and even three or four hours after you make it back, you can still hear the party going on outside. Okay, um, sounds good to me. Hey, so Julia and Alia, what do you want to do now? Since the party's still raging, we probably try and pull something else off in the city. Is that really a smart idea? I'm leaning towards Talia's uh, evaluation here. Not saying it's a good idea. I'm just throwing it out to see if there's anything you guys wanted to do. Did you have something in specific in mind, or...? Not really. I'm not very familiar with the city in terms of, like, uh, where to go exploit. Maybe we could find a nice shawarma place? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Did you actually stash the books or no? Oh, no, I brought them with me. I gotta read something, right? You should probably stash those. Oh, right. Um, Maybe Talia really knows a place around a... the city. Okay, yeah. Stashed. Any ideas, Thiefling? Um, well, I was just made a member of the Thieves Guild. Maybe they have a place I can stash things. That would be beyond helpful. Please do this. Um, alright, how can I carry them without them being seen? Because I don't really want to be seen with seven giant books that are probably taller than me when stacked up. I have an idea. Oh? Uh, you can put them under the blanket and make them look like a hunch. Like you have a deformed hunch on your back. Don't do that. He'll get turned on. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Dear God. It's all just a ploy. That seems unlikely to be helpful. Uh, you do have a um, bag of holding. We don't know about that, though. Yeah, we don't. Uh-huh. Um, uh, because when you, you caught yeah. me, all of us found out that you had a bag of holding. Did, really? Yeah, you actually oh. looked inside the sack and got angry at uh, Alexander for lying about it. Hell yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that makes everything a lot simpler. We don't even have to stash it in a specific place. We can just put it in there. No one will be the wiser. Sound good? Sure. Yeah. If you think that will work. Do I think it'll work? Yes. Will it work? Uh, I can't <laughs> guarantee that. If we have to slaughter our way off this island... I wouldn't be too upset. I mean, we'd all die, but it's a good way to go. Well, I think that's that. Unless anyone else has anything, if you want to go back to the uh, dip managing. And let the party wind its way down. I mean, the good part's already over. (laughs) All right, so Talia, are you uh, taking your stash to the Thieves Guild to try to hide it? No, I think we're we're just going to put it in the bag of holding. Leave it here, I guess? Or I can take the bag of holding to the Thieves Guild and see if there's a place I can stash it. What do you guys think? Uh, probably just put it in the Thieves Guild, because if they try and muscle us down, something like that, then uh, they'll probably try and look at my bag. While the Thieves Guild, it's not really a place that's very uh, viable that the guards would just wily dilly and look through everything. Yeah, we might want to go ahead and stash the bag somewhere else. All right, so... Are you taking it to the Thieves' Guild? Yes. I, well, I'm going to take it with me and visit the Thieves' Guild. Okay. So you make your way down through the Industrial District, and you are at the Greasy Fingers. 
The same half-orc uh, who's been guarding the outside is there tonight. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's very busy tonight, and you think it's probably because most of the people who are hanging out here are at the party. Um, I'll nod to him and walk in. He says, aren't at the party tonight? No, it's not quite my taste. Yeah, I wanted to go, but I'm stuck here guarding this damn door and there's, when there's no one even here. There's no one here? Nah, there's a few, but most people are at the party. I'm sorry, you, got, you had to pull the short straw. Yeah, it sucks. I'll uh, give him five gold and uh, say, um, get yourself a drink after uh, after this. Ah, oh, well, thank you. Oh, and I heard about your graduation into the guild. Uh, congratulations, I guess. Thank you. And he takes the gold and sits down in his chair. So I'll, um, I'll, uh, walk in and see who else there. Um, so you walk in and it appears that it's just the bartender and appears to be a halfling drunk, passed out at one of the tables and Kesh is at her table in the, uh, back of the club. I'll, uh, go over to Kesh and, and nod my head and say, good, uh, good evening, mistress. Oh, good evening, Talia. I can't, uh... Thank you enough for, uh, I guess, were you the one who organized that uh, party out in the square? My friends and I did, yes. Ah, it's going to be a good night for lifting purses. Um, mistress, I had a, a theoretical question. Go ahead, girl. If there was a place that I wanted to uh, stash some hot goods uh, for a, a day or two, would you know of a place that would be safe? Yes, we offer those services. And, uh, how much do those services cost? That'll be 25 gold a night. Um, could I, uh, and, and it's guaranteed that, that they'll be safe and, and undiscoverable? Uh, we're nothing if but discreet, girl. Um, could I possibly take advantage of those services? Why, of course. They're open to any member of the guild. I'll, um, I'll pull out the, uh, the, the bag and, um... 50 gold and say, if you could stash this for two nights, I'd appreciate it. No problem. And uh, she uh, takes the bag from you, goes upstairs to her apartments, and comes back out later, um, like two or three minutes later, and she says, done. Is there anything else you need? No, I, I believe that's it, mistress. Um, let me know how the, uh, how the um, evening goes for you. Uh, yes, I'm sure it'd be very profitable. And then I will, um, head out. And she nods to you. Says, have a good night, dear. You as well, mistress. I'll, uh, head back to the hotel. Okay, we'll say you make it back to the hotel. We have to pick it up in two nights' time. Huzzah. At least we got two successful heists. I'd say this island is a win. Short term. So, is there anything else you guys are doing tonight? I think I'm fine. Sleep. All right. Hi. So Concur with sleep. Okay. So we'll say that uh, everybody uh, lies down for the night, gets up for the next morning. It's uh, much the same in your routine. I guess, uh, what are you guys doing? Are Juliet and Alexander heading to the tower? Yes. Another day of class. You guys uh, go inside the tower, and you get in the elevator, and you head up to the classroom floor. And as the door opens, um, you see the tiefling dean uh, made Cirrus Juran. Um, standing in front of the elevator doors 
uh, as they open. He looks at you two and says, come with me. And uh, he walks into the elevator and um, says some words that take you back down to the lobby. And uh, you get to the lobby floor and he says, please come with me. And uh, he leads you into a back room through a hallway to an office. Are you guys following? Just yeah. Have to, yeah. You guys walk into um, this office um, that's richly furnished. There's a desk and a large leather chair behind it and a uh, two or three chairs in front of the desk. And um, the tiefling walks around to the uh, back behind his desk and sits down and, and says, please take a seat. We take the seats. I've heard many rumors about you two running around. We knew you were pulling pranks around the tower, and while those can be forgiven, they can only be tolerated for so long. And then I hear you're responsible for the party last night in the square. Do you deny that? No, sir. And then he looks at Juliet. Uh, no. We were the ones who set that all up. Uh, he just shakes his head and says, Why would you spend so much time and effort and money coming to this place of learning and then pull these pranks and this party? You know that jeopardizes your time here at the tower, do you not? It does, sir. It's just that some of the things are so boring around here. And then he looks at you and says, Boring? Boring? Do you think knowledge is boring? Do you think magic is boring? What could make it more interesting for you, Dragonborn? Hey, I sit in classes every single day learning about the theory of magic. Where's the practical use? The practical use? Do you do you think you just start writing sentences without knowing the alphabet first? Julia is gonna harumph. Juran, you you can see that he's just he's really mad at this point. Just living. Yeah. And uh, says, I, I don't think we have any other choice. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to expel you two from the tower. It's sad. I saw great potential in both of you, but I'm, I have no choice. Please turn in your robes and sigils. You're going to hear from my father about this. It's not the first threat I've heard from a student, Dragonborn. I go and take off my, uh, my robe and sigil and give it to him. Yep, Juliet does the same. Turn in your badge and gun. You're a loose cannon. <laughs> but my God, do I get the case closed? I get the job done, don't I? <laughs> Jaren uh, picks up uh, the robes and the sigils, and he says, I'm going to have to ask you to leave the tower now. Understandable. I go and make my way out to the elevator. Juliet does the same. Alexander is like the most reasonable troublemaker ever. <laughs> I mean, the I mean, the case is closed. Like, what are we supposed to do? We're brought into the dean's office, and he's just like, "You're expelled." And like, what? I can't do anything at that point. Like, we got the result that we wanted. What else are we supposed to do? Just make it look good, man. Nothing but a lot of talk and a badge, old man. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, I I would like to assume that we just make our way back to the hotel. Yep. That is the plan. So what are you doing now? Are you going to go wake up everybody and gather them together and tell them yeah, what I'm happened? Uh, I want to wake them all up and uh, get them together so I can tell them something. 
assume that we're at that point at the moment since uh, I've heard no disclaimers. Yep. Good yep. news, everyone. I've been expelled. <laughs> yeah, bad news, everybody. I've been fucking expelled. Woo. School's out forever. Okay, so uh, where are we going now? So we're out of school. And uh, we got to figure out where this where this thing is. Because I'm not going back empty-handed to that murderous woman. Well, I we really should go back to, to Carnley. It yeah. seems the only lead we have. I mean, going to search for it, sure, but like, I'm not going to, I'm not going back to uh, report in. You could ask the idol, you know, which direction is the thief, and just start walking. Slash, get on a boat. Oh yeah, we got to get take the boat out of here. I don't know uh, if that's already arranged or not. I thought you guys were going to do something it. about that. I think it'd just be part of the stuff that go that comes with being expelled. Because I don't think they can keep you on the island without a uh, a reason to be there. It's like prison. They give you 50 gold pieces and a new suit and a bus to Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> One way trip to Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia exists in every universe. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we gather all our things. Talia, did you are you able to retrieve the uh, goods? Yeah, I can retrieve it on our way out of town. Did you okay. get your coat receipt? <laughs> uh, don't forget your spell book, Alunadas. I don't have a spell book. Unless you meant Alexander. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, Alexander. Wow. Yeah, I still got it. Okay, good. Okay, so let's say we'll do a montage of you guys getting your stuff together. Uh, you get the bag back from the Thieves Guild. And uh, at this point, I guess you need to figure out, I mean, where, where are you going next? What's the destination? Carnley, yeah. Uh, yes, Carnley would be the place to go. We're going to have to report this, even if it's not a very happy uh, occasion. All right, so um, you're able to charter a boat back down river. Before we leave, let's go ahead and take advantage of the uh, thing, our little idol, and see if we can't start getting some information about our thief and where he might be. Okay, right. what do you want to ask it? That is the question. Because we can't just ask, how? where is the thief? What about how far away is he? Who's he? Cassock Stonefoot. I guess it could be a girl. Yeah, but we don't know if that's his name or not. And if it's not his real name, it'll it won't bring us really anywhere. That's really yeah, the only we indication can... we have. I mean, you could ask that question. We could, uh, but I think it'd be better just to elaborate as the the person who stole the what someone calls it. Damn, you like minion? Yeah, who's the? Which direction is the person who stole the amulet of dominion recently? That is the question we are going to ask. Okay, uh, phrase that again. Which direction, uh, well, which cardinal direction is the person who uh, stole the amulet of dominion in? Yo, bitch, where are amulet at? God damn. So, uh, it says west. Wait, west? That's huh. like the one place west? there are no stonefoots. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Okay, well, let's focus on getting off the island and back to where we need to be. Obviously, we're going to have time to ask a couple more times. 
and this odd direction at least points us somewhere. Yeah, so unfortunately we're going to have to head to Carnley, and then it looks like we're going to have to head to the Witch Coast, because that's west-ish. That's the biggest area anyway. You figure that something like that would be a good place to trade off or something. Maybe even head north through the river there. Or maybe it's part of some dark scheme against, well, light scheme against us. <laughs> um, well, here's the other thing. Um, j just because you asked a cardinal, cardinal direction doesn't oh, mean shit. that you know how far away it is. So, I mean, west could be west hold over in the ocean in the opposite direction, or he could be 20 feet away from you. Except he's no longer on the island. Yes, yeah. you know that much. All right, DM gave us a hint, 20 feet to the west. Go. <laughs> so I'm taking the silence as an affirmation that we are ready to leave the island. It's okay yes. to go back to Carnley. Carnley. That's Carnley. Yes. That is the correct assumption. All right, so uh, you guys hire a boat. Uh, you hire a boat, and you go downriver, and you make it to the docks of Carnley. And back to the rusty anchor. Did we have a higher class place we're staying at? Well, we can go there after we talk to our contact, let him know that we're back in the city. Okay. Unless, yeah. like... Yeah, the place you were staying before was the Carnley Inn and Stables. Put us in a fancy holiday inn. Yeah, it's got an indoor pool and an exercise <laughs> room and business office. Yeah, the exercise room was just a magical cable machine and a broken bike. I mean, come on. You know that one creepy guy watching porn in the business center? <laughs> Alright, so we're, we're back in, in currently, and we're headed where? Rusty Anchor. Talk to our silly little halfling friend. Yeah, but why? Because we can't just walk into the nobles district, right? Uh, yeah, you can. You've got an introduction. Yeah, I remember. Ah. Okay, then let's... Well, what time is it? I mean, what time do we get there? Um, so at this point, it's probably getting on uh, towards dusk. Then might be too late to call. What do you guys think? Uh, I think it'd still be a good call to just go. I mean, the faster the report, the, uh, the less time that she has wasted on like our orders from her, whether she wants us to pursue or if uh, we're figuring out if we're not living in tomorrow. Well, I mean, she doesn't know that you're in the city at this point, and you just made it back. So what do you guys want to do? You want to just go report right now or wait until the morn? Let's get a room at a decent hotel and send a note. And you know, then we can meet at her convenience. She's a rich, busy lady. All right, so uh, are you getting a room for the night and sending a note ahead of you? Yes. Yes. Should we go back to the same hotel that we were at where uh, Adel threatened the shit out of that poor kid? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what was his name? Michael? Michael! I thought it was Steven. Uh, Steven. Steven, that's right. Adel, please don't threaten him. No so, promises. So are you going back to the Carnley Inn and Stables? Yeah. All right. So uh, you go back there and uh, you walk through the, the doors and Steven's there and... Uh, he turns around to greet you, and he's like, Hi, welcome to the... Uh, hi. And then, like... Lumidas uh, smiles and gives him a big hug. <laughs> uh, before you could do that, uh, you see him, like, turn around and walk quickly towards the back of the building and through a door. 
Aww. Okay, that is not good. I'm gonna follow him. Why did he react like that? I stop for a second, and I think, can I roll a wisdom check to see if I can put two and two together? Yeah. Didn't we tell Adel to do that, or did he do that on his own? I can't remember. I mean, I suggested it, but... Yeah, I don't I don't think we took it as him doing it seriously. Uh, you didn't. Yeah, so. I don't... I guess I don't put two and two together with the two. No, you don't. Yeah. You guys have any idea why he acted like that? Look at everybody. Weird. Just love killing. <laughs> Adel, <laughs> Adel would know. Just love killing. Here we go, yeah. killing again. You killed uh, him. But no, I'm I'm gonna follow Stephen. Uh, okay. So uh, you make it uh, to the back and through the door, and this appears to be a kitchen area. Are you just walking in here? Or are you trying to stealth or something? No, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna look for him, and and if anybody asks, that's I'll I'll tell him that I'm looking for uh, Stephen. Okay, so you see him uh, talking to two of the cooks in the kitchen back there. Uh, give me a perception check. 17. So um, what you hear is Steven um, talking to these cooks, and he's like, I can't believe those fucking assholes are back. The last time we were here, that big one in the armor, he threatened me. And the cooks are like, well, I... I I can't believe that. We usually don't get that sort in this place. And he's like, I know, right? But can you imagine? I mean, he just threatened me for no reason at all. I just don't I want to have to talk to the manager. I just don't want to have anything to do with him. I don't get paid for that. Uh, I'm going to, to pretend like I didn't hear that and uh, say, Stephen? As uh, he hears somebody else in the room, everybody just like freezes. And he turns around and looks at you. And says, uh, you're not supposed to be back here. I'm sorry, I was just, I, I, I was worried. I, I saw you kind of uh, race off. And how do you know my name? I have been here before. Okay, but but why are you back here? And what do you want? I, I just wanted to make sure you were okay. I, yeah, I'm okay. Can we help you with something? Uh, no, I guess, I, I guess I was just worried, that's all. Um... Okay, well, I'm going to have to ask you to leave the kitchen. Guests aren't allowed back here. Okay. Um, if, if you ever want to talk, just, just let me know. Uh, okay. And then I'll, I'll walk out and let the, uh, the group know that we should probably find a different hotel. Because they might spit in our food. That's disappointing. You want to tell us uh, what he said exactly? Uh, I will relay the gist of it. And tell Adel that he he called him a fucking asshole. Uh, you're telling Adel that? Yeah, the, the one that uh, the one that threatened him. Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> Adel will probably overreact. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I might challenge him to a duel. The fuck? Hell yeah! It's legal to kill somebody. Or they agree to a duel. They don't have to agree to a duel. Exactly. They don't have to agree at all. Or we could just find a different hotel and, uh, you know, not eat food that's been spit on or worse. Yeah. The more the merrier. When in Rome. Yeah, let's go to a different hotel. Yep. So there's a couple of, uh, like, really nice inns. There's the Grand Inn. And um, there's a couple of, like, really famous and pricey inns. There's the Grand Inn over here uh, on 24, where I'm pinging. 
there is the Regal Inn at 25, which isn't too far from uh, the uh, Carnley Inn and Stables. Um, there's some inns down in here in the theater district, and then you could always uh, slum it over here uh, to the west of the uh, Salt River. Over in here the Carnley Prison? Not, not, <laughs> not much long there, we're not going there. <laughs> right, but uh, over here there are some uh, like hotels, people visiting prisoners. Um, <laughs> I'm going to vote uh, the Grand Inn. Yeah. Okay, so you guys make it over to uh, west side of the uh, main island, over to the Grand Inn, and this place is really impressive. Um, it um, looks like it's this white marble. Um, there is like uh, gold leaf all over the uh, this dome um, around the top of it. Um, there's bronze and gold. Uh, fixtures on the gates and uh, the uh, the points on top of the fencing. The sconces on the outside of it look like they're made of pure gold. Uh, you walk inside and the lobbyway is uh, the same white stone as outside. Um, they have magical fairy fire uh, lighting the inside. Uh, there's fireplaces going um, since it's uh, beginning to become night. And uh, do you guys want to go to the front desk and check in? Sure. And the attendant um, is a uh, male human. And says, welcome to the Grand Inn. Checking in? Yep. And do you have a reservation? No, we'd like to make one. Okay. And how many rooms will you need? I'll look around to the others, too. Two That's what we had planned. Mm -hmm. Smoking or non-smoking? Non-smoking good eatle. Yes, please. Would you like uh, a king bed or double queens? Uh, double queens should be good. And handicap access. <laughs> yes, we're good. And would you? We're running a special. Would you like uh, two tickets to the morning breakfast buffet, or is Continental fine? Ooh. I I look around. I ask the others in the group to see if they have any preference. Morning breakfast buffet sounds delicious. All right, and how many tickets will you need? Five? Mm-hmm. Okay. And are you a part of any uh, travel membership clubs? No. Um, are you a member of the Senior Discount Club? No. And do you have any pets? Sad Zadel? No. Ow. You want to fucking go? And uh, will you be requiring our stable facility? No. Okay, um, let me just put this together. And he fills out a contract, and he uh, says, uh, if you could just sign here. I sign my name. Okay. And he says, uh, that'll be uh, 50 gold pieces um, for each room. So a total of uh, 100 gold pieces uh, plus city hospitality tax. Um, that will come to 112 gold pieces. I hand it over. Okay, he takes it and gives you two room keys. It says, uh, your rooms will be on the third floor. Uh, breakfast is served at 5 a.m. until 10 a.m. Please enjoy your stay and let us know if there's anything we can help you with. Thanks. My reserves have gone down to uh, 11.53. Just to uh, let you know, Kevin. Okay, let's jump change. <laughs> yep. All right, so uh, who's staying in whose room? Guys and gals. Okay. Yeah. 
So uh, you settle in for the night. Are uh, you going to try to send a messenger or something? Yes, we'll send a note to... What's her name? The swanky lady. Okay. Um, so you write something out, I guess, on the hotel stationery. <laughs> and We return uh, from the Isle of Insight. We have news to discuss. I guess uh, somebody's going to take it downstairs and hire a courier through the uh, hotel. Yep. Do they have phones in the room? Can we get a wake-up call? <laughs> uh, no, but you got like a pterodactyl. <laughs> it's a living. <laughs> so, uh, is there anything you uh, want to do this uh, night before you go to sleep? Um, not before I go to sleep, but uh, after everybody gets to sleep, I'm going to sneak out. Juliet is going to hear Talia's footsteps sneak out, very quiet, but will notice that she's no longer in the room and go after her to try and keep her out of trouble. Although the last time that didn't pan out so well. All right. Uh, I think that's where we're going to end it. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. If I could ask a halfling size favor, give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It's the best way to support us. New episodes come out every Monday, so make sure to check your podcast app. Do you have an idea to make the podcast better? Tell us about it on Twitter or Facebook. You can also check out our website to see all the maps, lore, and characters at DungeonsAndDebaclesPodcast.com. And now a word from our fantasy sponsor. They've traveled the world, and now, for the first time ever, they perform just for you. Crossbows and Daisies, the greatest collection of bards Suell has ever known, has teamed up with the Wizards of the Tower of Insight to create a magical music player that performs their greatest songs. You don't have to travel to see them in a crowded theater or tavern. You can listen in the comfort of your own home and share the experience with your friends. I got kobolds in the kitchen and goblins in the garden. They're eating pies and smashing crocs, my things they aren't regarding. Grab your pitchfork and your axe and gather up your friends. These filthy little monsters are gonna meet their ends. And who could ever forget this song of love, lust, and betrayal? I was dancing with a lady to the Marilish waltz when my comrade cut in and his swooning begins. And they also performed some of your favorite folk classics. I believe I was right. But she thinks that I'm wrong The fighting with her has gone on too long So I drink and I dice But I'm not the villain my woman has left With the pig and the children And who doesn't love a good tavern song? Adventuring is a thirsty hot life There's no time for kids or even a wife In our wake is corpses Bring me for my men and hell for the horses 
I'd returned from the bar When I saw she was gone The bard had swept her away I stand here alone Why did she go astray? The minstrel has stole my maid Only good witch is dead witch, dead witch Only good witch I know Burn at the stake or drown him in the lake No more trouble in the village you'll make But that's not all! Renowned bard Bartleby Lorsinger tells tales like only he can! Lend me your ears, for tonight I shall regale you with the tragic tale of Jarek the Unattainer or some say Jarek the Mad or Jarek the Twice Cursed Most tales of merry halflings are happy but I must warn you, this tale is not for the faint of heart or weak of constitution, for this is a tale of betrayal, madness, murder, and woe. This is a limited time offer. Supplies are limited and when they run out, they'll be gone forever. Send a letter to Mad Cedric's Discount Goods and Adventurers Emporium on the Isle of Inside with 50 gold pieces to secure your magical music player with the performances of Crossbows and Daisies Now! Let's just eating at the valuable time, but sure. Yeah, technically we're not in the same spot right now. Um, oh. I thought Juliet Unless we us. headed back from our ice cream. I hope you're not eating ice cream for two hours. <laughs> or else it's really good. All of it's the ice cream, we bought them out. <laughs> Faster, it's melting! Berry Berry Blast. Take what? The whole store. Well, Juliet was going to get you into the tower, at the very least. Jesus Christ, the Before door is we... Hold on, let me, let me repeat that real quick. You need to get some WD-40 for that fucker. I know, right? Uh, that's just my cat pushing it. Alright, what did I say? Uh, I completely forgot, fuck. The music you heard on this episode was Tempting Secrets, Village Consort, Metaphysics, Serpentine Trek, Folk Round, Teller of the Tells, Ghost Story, Crossing the Chasm, and Snow Queen by Kevin McLeod in Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. You can find that at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0.